0: Welcome to Watermarks Church Leadership Podcast, a conversation with church leaders for church leaders. I'm your host, Adam Tarno, joined as always by my co-host, John McGee. John, how are we doing? Hey, Adam. We are here. The audience doesn't know, but we are in the
1: com world headquarters. you got a
0: ticket in. Congratulations.
1: <laughs> and, uh, the waiting list is long. Uh, yes. Uh, this is a little more sophisticated than what we're normally dealing with. I see, you know... Uh, Bar graphs and charts and things moving yes. as, as we talk and TCB, I, just, I gotta take I care just, of business. I just want to have a conversation and I'm not even sure where to look or what to yes. uh, how to how to even act here. But um, it's fun to be here uh, in your house. So we are in your house. We are. So uh, why don't you frame up what we're going to talk about today? Great.
0: Okay. So the other day I was driving around thinking about this that the pandemic has been going on for almost a year. Yep. And. I am noticing in the culture, and I'm sure there's always going to be exceptions, but I'm a no, I'm noticing at least in some of the leadership cultures that I run around in right now that. Uh, things have settled a little bit. We're yep. no longer shocked and surprised by it. This is kind of a new normal to use that buzzword for yep. all of us. Um I opened up or looked at the newspaper. I still get the newspaper by the way. Thank you very much. <laughs> you and no one else, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do look on my block and there's nobody else, but I go out there every morning. Do you wear do you like a robe and slippers? No, Maybe but I you know, I'll go out you? there in my in my you're uh, loungewear. Old, you're such an old man. All right. <laughs> I, I do the crossword every time too. <laughs> yes. Every day. To my point. Yes. Well, come you know when i don't have alzheimer's and you do we'll come laughing uh okay, there. You anyway can, you so i get the newspaper me. i open up the newspaper and i see things about just uh general peace uh politically yep. right and i see headlines also about the vaccine and i'm going in march of 2020 we would have paid money to have read those headlines right like uh there any any talk of the vaccine yeah What would have just brought so much good news. And so it was just like, okay, there's some hope. There's some hope on the horizon right now. And I think leaders are starting to take a breath and they're starting to assess the situation, maybe with their churches or with their businesses or teams or whatever it is in their neighborhood. And uh, the fact of the matter is this, is that everybody is different right now. We've all been through adversity. And that's what adversity does. It changes you. It changes me, changes you, changes our team. And uh, some of these changes have been really good right? And we talked about this, I think one of the very first episodes we recorded when the pandemic hit, you use the analogy of spring training, Yeah. Uh, right? So yeah. talk about that one real quick.
1: So I think, I think the idea was that this is getting us ready for, you know, something else Right. in, in many respects that the pandemic was going to expose us. That it was going to give us, you know, the opportunities to lead, the opportunities to think differently, the opportunities to kind of um, be exposed to some of the things that were in us that we didn't know that was all going to be exposed. And that was a good thing yep. uh, because if, if we kind of leaned into that and um, we brought our best and we trusted God on the other side of that we would be you know if we were baseball players we'd be better players yep. and uh, as leaders, we'd be better leaders on the other side. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think
0: by and large, this has been great training for yeah. many leaders and leaders that I'm talking to out there, uh, all would agree. I would, a great conversation with an old college friend of mine, uh, a couple of weeks ago, or actually just last week. And he was talking about what great training this has been yeah. for he and his team. And so I think everybody is seeing that. So yes, there's been some changes. The changes have been great. But there are also, there's there's another side to the conversation. I think we've all been through some changes, and we maybe now, for the first time, or maybe for the first time in a long time, as leaders, we're finding ourselves struggling with either some old habits yep. that have come back as a result of going through this adversity, or maybe even for some of us, we're ta- we're struggling with some new habits and yep. new temptations. Yep. And so I think that's worth a conversation Absolutely. Yeah. as we seek to lead ourselves well, is just what are some of these issues or habits that, or sins that may be new or recurring in our life right now, some new temptations we may be facing after having gone through or the fact that we're in the middle of this, this new season. And yeah. so we want to talk through, uh, through five of those.
1: Yeah, we talked at the beginning a lot, you know, stand up tall, be ready yep. be bold you know lean into this and uh, now on the other side it's like okay let's uh let's look at the game film uh let's see how we did uh, let's see how we're doing let's yep. take stock uh you know if we're into baseball we've We've played 80-plus you know, games, and um, let's take a look. Yeah, let's it's see the all-star the break. Let's, let's keep
0: up with this baseball analogy. I like <laughs> it. All right, so I think the very first one, and this is not in order of priority. This is just the order we wrote them down yep. in. So uh, number one, I think a new struggle or a relapse struggle for leaders right now is the imposter syndrome, which is this really fancy way of talking about a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist in your life, despite evidence of success. And so you may be succeeding and being a fine leader and being a, a servant leader and everything's going well, but you've just got that little thing that nags at you where you feel insecure, you're doubting yourself. Uh, you just kind of feel like I'm about to be found out that I have no clue what I'm doing right now. And And that self-talk can impact your leadership. And so for some people, for the very first time maybe, they're starting to feel like a fraud in some of this. And I think that could be a real temptation for leaders right now, uh, especially with uh, everything that's changing from, you know, virtual meetings or if you're a church leader not meeting or Mm -hmm. meeting differently New insecurities may be coming up in you that yeah. are that uh, that could really take you out if if not examined and dealt with.
1: Yeah, it's it's what's really interesting is a, a kind of a new wave. Uh, there was insecurities going into this, yep, and now and uh, so I think we all kind of figured out how to kind of operate with within that, and now we're coming out and the game's changing ag- again. Yep. and uh, you know I found myself toward the. You know, I don't know a, m- a month or two ago. Going, I understand this game, and I'm I'm getting good at it. now. The rules just changed again. Yeah. yeah. You know, I I told a friend like I don't know how to, and you know, almost like a soldier, I don't know how to operate in peacetime. Right. Know? And so here I am coming back, and I, I think by and large, you know, we're going to be okay. The sun's coming out. Like, okay, what what's my role now? And, yeah. And I have I, uh, in terms of insecurities, there was some of that that um, that I feel like was exposed. Yeah. Uh, as well. So did yeah. you
0: ever read the book in college, Red Badge of Courage? I think I was supposed to. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know I read it, and um, and it's been a while, but for some reason that's popping into my mind as we're talking about this. And I think the basic premise of Red Badge, Red Badge of Courage was this: uh, the main character, he ran, like he he left the battle scene, uh, battlefield, okay. left his brothers, yep. left everybody yep. there, and uh, somehow got celebrated. And he he was the only one who knew that he was the one who ran, but yet getting celebrated. So he felt this imposter syndrome, Uh, you know, and so the rest of the novel was him uh, dealing with that. If there's an English literature teacher, just give me grace, all right? So don't send me an email uh, if I got that all wrong. CLP um, at
1: watermark.org. That's yes. right. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and any of our friends that want to admit that they watch Mad Men will know that Don Draper dealt with the same thing. So he stole somebody's name, got this, became a war hero, and he knew that he was an imposter. Yeah. So some of us may be dealing with that, but it, it, it's usually not that dramatic where uh, we just got an award that we didn't earn it's uh it's just this this feeling of of insecurity like i'm not I'm not the leader that God wants me to be right now, and uh that and it's not really founded in truth, it's just kind of the way you feel about yourself right now, yeah
1: yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure um to kind of chart this bold new course and see the future, and I don't think people really can uh, yeah. right now, and so I one of my mantras repeatedly would be, um you know, if you can't see the future, make everything that you can see. Better. That's like, so really good. Whatever's in front of you, just just make that better. And and you don't have to have the five year strategic plan that's going to change the world. Let um, I me mean, go for it. Dream. Let your mind go. But just just make whatever's in front of you better. Um, I also read a great article uh, recently by uh, Arthur Brooks. Your professional decline is coming much sooner than you think. And mm-hmm. Atlantic. Did you? I mean, no. I, I don't read the Atlantic. You probably you probably have a subscription. I don't. I get being that. the old man no, that you yeah. are. Yeah. That, that one doesn't show up <laughs> in my doorstep. <laughs> um, but it, it was you know it was talking about how. Uh, people basically um, they just decline in their profession as a, as a title would uh, um, kind of lead you to believe they, they decline a whole lot quicker than they think. And but what I love about it, I, th- I think it's worth your your time reading as a leader thinking about kind of your your next act and things like that. But he just framed it as a positive. Hey, knowing that the the game either has or is going to change, what do you do about it? Mm-hmm. And um, and so I, I wouldn't even I, I think to make the parallel here, I wouldn't even feel bad about. Feeling like an imposter um, just think about what it is that you should do about it How, what, yeah. what is what's the step what's the um, what's the conversations uh, that you need to have what just got exposed and see it really as a, as a positive rather than uh, doom or dread uh, that this kind of imposter syndrome
0: uh, I love that uh, let's put a link to that in the show notes I yeah. think that'd be good for people to read okay so that may be temptation uh, just the first one that uh, or struggle or maybe a relapse struggle that's coming up as a result of having gone through uh, this tough season would be the imposter syndrome now then the second one One is this is hiding sin yes now to be clear uh we're all uh broken sinners and we love to hide sin so this isn't a new temptation so to speak that uh, we all are prone to uh, if we do something that is contrary to god's best we want to hide it that's just natural it started in genesis 3 right but we might have some new habits or new sins Mm -hmm. or relapse sins that we're really embarrassed about Mm -hmm. and these are ones that we have not confessed yet we have not brought out into the light. We haven't practiced James five sixteen with these. We haven't practiced John three uh, with these. Where we haven't told people uh, about these yet. And man, that'll get you. And uh, so, if you find yourself, uh, let's just think about some common ones right now. Um, obviously, with all the isolation and being home alone and on your on your mobile devices and on your laptops, I'm positive pornography yep. usage is up in the church and outside of the church and people listening to this podcast right now are finding themselves either gripped in a new sin pattern with pornography or a relapsed sin pattern with pornography and if that's you uh we we just want to encourage you that um, you are forgiven and that god loves you but we need to deal with that right um uh, maybe another one would be anger you know that hey this was something that maybe for years you were really experiencing some progress and self-control and that aspect of emotional intelligence and not getting angry and the past 3 months you were yeah. fine for a few months running on adrenaline and then you yep. just you just brought it home or you were just getting angry at your staff or at your friends uh alcohol food i mean we really could go through just just general sloth and apathy you know i'm <laughs> just coming home and just vegging out yep. on video games or youtube or whatever it is but if you're hiding something Generally that doesn't go well with
1: you. That's or right. go well for you. That's right. Yeah. And we always just say just you want to drag it out into the light. Yeah. Right. It just loses Power, yeah, right. So a vampire, uh, you know, yeah. that's an odd reference, but yeah, when the light comes out, you know, that uh, it loses power. You yes. know, it, it kind of kills it, and um, you know, um,
0: Grim- mol- gremlins. Gremlins, for <laughs> throw <another> back one. <laughs> to the 80s. That's right.
1: That's right. Uh, mold. Uh, we mold. Can play, we yeah. can play a game here, but yes yeah, so, fun but game. That, but um, you think about it in that in those terms. Mold probably is a better one. Yeah, uh, that feels you know, more biblical. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and, and you you bring it out in the light. You you open the windows and it just loses its power. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and so, you know, that's, I think what, um, what you're kind of driving at. So Adam, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, let's say you and I, we haven't talked in a while. Um, we're, we're waiting in line somewhere. You run into me and, and you ask me how I'm doing. I'm going, I'm okay. And you've got a sense I'm hiding something, you know, and I might yeah. even tip my hat to that. What, what's your 30 seconds to me?
0: Yeah, I think the 30 seconds is I would go right to Psalm 103 and uh, talk about that and read that and just see how the author of Psalm 103 just said that uh, God knows our form and he remembers that we're dust, hmm. right? And I think especially if you've been walking with Jesus for a while, the guilt that you feel or the shame you feel is more self-induced than God-induced, yep. Yep. right? As because we've let ourselves down. I, I'm a leader. I I was uh, I had 12 years of sobriety. I'm embarrassed. I shouldn't be struggling with this. And so... I think I would just remind you of the fact that, uh, God's not surprised that you gave into temptation or that you are frail, right? He knows your form and, and he loves you. And that's what I love about Psalm 103. It talks about the, the compassion, the Hmm. word there, the compassion, meaning that God, uh, he, he's, he's not contractually obligated to love you. He actually loves you, right? And the way you and I think about our kids and the compassion and the love we have for them, that's the, the love that the father has towards us and that he's good and just, just walk through the process. Just confess it. So I think that would be, you know, it's a little more than 30 seconds there. But that's yeah. that's what I would go to is just remind you of the gospel. That's good. The gospel.
1: That's it. That's it. Yeah. And just yeah. bring it out in the light. Know that God loves you. Yep. And And uh, he's not out to get you. And uh, But please, uh, for yourself, for your families, for those you
0: lead, bring it out into the light. Whatever it is, you know what it is. Yep. Uh, and do that. Okay. So imposter syndrome may be a new struggle for leaders right now. Hiding sin, whether it be a relapsed one or a new... A new sin that's kind of got a grip on your life, maybe another new temptation for a leader. A third one would be this: would be cold hearts. And again, leaders have always struggled with cold hearts over the years. But I think, generally speaking, people have not been very kind to leaders over the last ten months. Is that is that a fair statement? Yeah, punching bags, yeah, yeah, that's what they are. Yeah. So, if you notice that you don't like people right now, I get it. <laughs> right, that, that's normal. That that's uh, that's. Uh, in some ways, I want to say that's okay. I get it. People have not been very very kind, especially if you've been on social media or if you've been reading your emails or whatever it is. I mean, just simple decisions. Surprisingly enough, people had opinions, and they had ways of, of airing them. So the flip side of that, or if that happens over a long period of time, I think that can wear on a leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people got into leadership not um, where well, they did it because you have a, a genuine, sincere heart to want to help people. And when the people you're trying to help are now biting you, Um, then you're just like, all right, fine. I, I won't help you then. Or I don't, I don't, care about you that much anymore right now. I'm kind of mad at you. Yeah. Um, and so I would imagine there's a lot of cold hearts out there right now, potentially. And that could be a new temptation for a leader where they're just not feeling that broken heartedness towards their congregation anymore or towards their team anymore.
1: Yeah. I love it. I, you know, yesterday like this never happens uh, in my home, but no one was home except me. And it was just such a gift. It was completely quiet. Dog was sleeping, you know, and I almost didn't know what to, what to do with myself. So, um, you know, don't do this always. This is not a, a humble brag, But you know, grabbed my Bible and was just reading and praying and so I just started praying for uh some folks and I've got some just you know, some some prayer requests that I just kinda run through uh with others and um and I thought, you know what? The person I need to be praying for most is me, uh, yeah. right now. And, and it was around these, this issue, uh, Adam, not even knowing this is what we're going to talk about this morning, but, um, the, just my own heart, you mm-hmm. know, I was like, I I am, a, there's a coldness that uh, if I'm not careful, it's going to creep in. There's an, there's anger. There's, uh, there's bitterness. I just think about that root, not letting a, a root of bitterness take hold, yeah. you know, and that's, that's my job. Um, that's not, you know, your job for me. And, um, and it's just going to take probably, in, we, we've always had that category in front of us, but probably uh, we're just going to be more intentional during this time. But yeah. otherwise we're going to, we're going to wake up a year from now and be bitter and angry. Um, you know, we're going to be really judgmental. We're going to be short uh, with people and uh, I mean, no one wants to follow. So yeah. no, one wants, no one wants to do life with someone like that. And, um, and so we're just going to have to watch.
0: Uh, I like that. Our cold hearts. Yeah. I think if I could give one bit of encouragement here, or maybe a to do in this area is to try to, to do as much communication with others as you can uh, that's not electronic. Yeah, it's right? good. You know, good. and right now that may be just phone calls, yep. but the more phone calls you can make and actually talk to people. And I, and I use the, the analogy of uh, the difference between being on a highway and being at the mall and running into somebody or cutting somebody off. If I'm at the, if I'm at the shopping mall walking around and I have to happen to like step in front of somebody or get in somebody's way. We look at each other, we smile, and I go, "I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me?" Right? And and there's because you're seeing intent, and and uh, and you're able to communicate with yep. one another. Yep. But if you're now getting on the highway to get to that mall, and you happen to cut somebody off, the the horn blares. <laughs> Fingers are going up, you know. I'm number one. You're number one, and you yell, and it and it's just completely different. And I think the difference is one of them, you're not actually talking to somebody; yeah. you're talking to the to the five thousand pound vehicle. The other one, you're actually having a human interaction. Yeah, and so. Emails, Twitter, yeah. text messages, yeah. Facebook. Try not to communicate there. If your heart's cold, just try to get on the phone with people. Try to That's get good. in front of people and to actually talk. Human interaction, I think, helps.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I would say um, last week, two like some of the most meaningful conversations I've had probably in six months uh, happened, and they were face to face, and there was no a real time box yeah. uh, to it. And um, and they were just, I, I told my family, they were just incredible, just means of grace uh, to me. And uh, I was unhurried and uh, it was face to face. So was really, I hadn't thought about that, but I think it's really good. There so, we go. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. So imposter syndrome, hiding sin, cold hearts. Number four would be this. I think there's going to be a temptation for some leaders to justify neglecting the home a little bit and and let me explain it this way is there are some stats that are starting to come out that i think as you said before we hit record good marriages got better during quarantine in the early you know this Mm -hmm. first year of the Mm -hmm. pandemic good marriages got better bad marriages got worse so there was some sort of a divide there let's just assume that most of our audience had a good marriage and so they probably got better um or let's just assume this. It's, it's safe to assume that most families spent a lot of time together, right? Dads and moms were at home together a lot. And yes. so there was a lot of family time. Now, as uh, things are opening back up and and people are more free or maybe offices are opening back up, I think there would be a temptation for a leader to go, I just gave my family 10 months of my life, right? That counts for about 1,000 points and I bet I get to go now i can I can come home a little bit later from the office yeah. i can I can maybe do that yep. you know that one i they don't need as much of my time because they just got ten months of it that's right. I don't think that's uh that's gonna be the right way to think about that's
1: it that's right yeah so it's almost like a tour of duty and now you get to come home to yeah. to pieces but you know what your family um is still your family yeah and they still deserve um they still deserve your your best and your intention and yeah i um I, I think that's right Adam I find that in my own heart like hey I'm <laughs> I've given you guys a lot. Yeah. You know, coming me some slack here and uh you know, and they uh so in in this instance my kids still need me, yeah. you know, and I had a I had a uh, kiddo that was just having a rough day and I was just able to sit on the couch and listen and pray and wipe tears and you know that that, that didn't change because i'd given them uh, that much time and i still had stuff to do i remember like i had that brief moment like hey if you could just like you know suck it up here then <laughs> yes. i could go be productive and uh, no no this is my you know we've said over and over and over again it's our primary ministry like it, it yes. is a, it's what we have to do to even play the leadership game if we can't lead That's it so at well home like if we can't lead well at home we, we can't play you know any any other games it's um Yeah, it's it's table stakes. Uh, I I will say this, uh, for me personally, it's been, uh, we we know how this ends. Um, You know, if you're married, you end at the very end of your life caring about your wife um, or your, your spouse, uh, your kids, your grandkids. Like, that's what you care about, not about, um, you know, uh, for you, Adam, you know, how many books you're going to write or podcasts you're going to uh, record. Like, no one's going to come up to you on your deathbed. And that there's been something that this has brought into uh, focus for me that I tell you what, Pam and my kids right now. That's the most important thing to me yep. outside of, you know, kind of my, my worship, uh, to God and what I, what I do as an expression of that. But, uh, so we, we're looking at our, I look at my calendar and I look at where I'm spending money and that that's where those uh, resources, yep. uh, those, those precious commodities to me are, are going. And I would say family's always been a priority. I've always, uh, enjoyed uh, being time, but now there's a focused intention, uh, about, um, I think that this, that COVID has brought, um, you know, into focus, and, and I'm encouraged by that. Absolutely. Now, now I feel like I'm playing or, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm preparing for the right test yes. at, at the end. Yeah, so.
0: and I think what we need to remind leaders of is this. Is so, yes, maybe you have spent a disproportionate amount of time at home over the last 10, 12 months. Yeah. That all counts as one point. <laughs> love, That's I not love, a 1,000 points. That, that was all one point, and now you wake up, and tomorrow's now is a new day where you have no points, and you got to get one. That was and a so. long a uh, long fought
1: battle for one point that tell you. was
0: <laughs> it was its the hardest point you've ever earned Damn. but it was all just one point okay imposter syndrome hiding sin cold hearts neglecting home or this temptation these are new temptations that I think leaders may be facing now. Here we are about a year into the pandemic. And then the last one is this, is there might be new doubts, mm-hmm. new doubts that are creeping into your life. Um, I, I'm sure there's articles out there. It hasn't hit my Dallas Morning News yet, but I think one of the deaths- <laughs> uh, a la- it's, uh, a it's a lagging I, I don't indicator. Don't think, I don't think news breaks in the Dallas Morning News. Who do you think lost the biggest during the pandemic? Uh, Golden Corral, all you can, <laughs> all you can eat buffets. That's right. The death of the chocolate fountain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. All right. So, who do you think lost second best uh, or most? I have no idea. I, okay. I here's my uh, my premise is experts. Yes. I think I think the pandemic has killed or severely wounded. <laughs> They're maimed. They're maimed. They're just mostly dead. Uh, experts. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Um. They. Um. And even the way they. Right. And just in our culture right now, how many experts there are out there, and over the last 10 months, they have an atrocious track record, Yep. right? Uh, Everything from uh, pandemic and flatten the curve and infection rates and death rates to uh, polls, everything with the politics. I mean, regardless if the person you voted for won or not, the election went a different way than everybody, than the, quote, experts said it would go. And I I just think there is maybe for one of the first times that I can remember in my life, a, a, an enormous struggle to know what is true Hmm. anymore. Hmm. I heard Ben Stewart say it on on a podcast recently that he, he believes that's part of the reason people are so angry right now is they don't know what to believe anymore. I used to use social media as my source of news. I don't anymore because I, I, I. Here's my hot sports opinion. I think social media has jumped the shark, right? I think it has proven to be irrelevant and not helpful so anymore. You trust newspapers now? So the Dallas Morning <laughs> News. Again, we don't, we're not sponsored by them, but if you want to, put a link in the show notes. So yes, I'll for, put a link in the show notes for four weeks. Yes, uh, they've got great deals on subscription right now. But anyway, so I just think. All right, all right so I think out there in general, experts have taken a hit. Yeah. And if you are a pastor who is or a church leader and you're just thinking about this and thoughtful and it maybe is everything that happened around the pandemic, maybe every all the conversation, the national conversation after this summer with um, the renewed awareness around social justice issues to the election and politics and going, I don't know what's true anymore. I don't know what's right anymore. Uh, the polarization of media and feeding us lines, the echo chamber that can happen and mm-hmm. the information loop that we know that we know that we know happens on social media. It may be causing some leaders to sit there and just go, I, what, what is true anymore? You know, and there may be some new doubts that might have trickled in some to your faith as well of going, can we trust this thing? Is yeah. this is this really uh, what have I been taught? Maybe there have been some leaders that have fallen during this that you admired and it's just causing you to go I don't even know what's true that's anymore good. I bet there's some real doubts out there right that's now good.
1: that's good that, that uh, last one for me definitely it's been unsettling yeah. uh, to me again we've talked about this I just, it feels personal when when leaders fall in a way that uh, I probably need to work through but it, it just does and um, and when you know you hear the next headline uh, it messes with me but I, that's really interesting um, experts have taken a hit and I, you know I've said before that I think uh, Americans specifically they just worship the God of Experts, yep, and they just take all their cues and whatever they say. They, um, using that pronoun, then uh, we we'll have we have to do that. We can't go against the god of the experts and yeah. uh, and all that's kind of come crashing down. Um, which is, I, I think, net net is a good thing, but boy, really is unsettling. And yep. there really are doubts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I I just think about uh, this analogy of Jenga, you know, of it feels like our faith is like Jenga sometimes. And and 2020 took a lot of those little pieces away and it just feels like it's wobbling. Or maybe for some people it crashed. And what I, what I just want to remind people of is that we don't have faith in faith, right? So Hmm. if your faith is the Jenga table or is the Jenga and it, and it toppled, that's okay. Just, just pick it back up. Your faith is not in your faith. Your faith is in the person of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Your faith is in a person. That's and true. that's the table that Jenga was built oh, on. And that table is there, right? And so, so um, I love your advice on what to do when doubts creep in. This was this was helpful pre-pandemic. It's helpful now. What is What is the number one thing you do? or your first thought when some doubts start to creep into so your go, mind, go to sleep, go take a nap, right? <laughs> make sure you're uh, yeah, make sure your rest, a uh, yes. meter is, is reading what it should. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, what would you say to somebody that it's like, Hey, that's me. I don't know what's true anymore. What else? So yeah, it's good to remind ourselves that our faith is not in our faith. And what would be some other things? Uh, yeah.
1: And I believe this is going to feel like such a, you know, Christianese you know, uh, go get them guys. But like, that's, that's kind of how that's, by nature what faith is you don't you don't know you don't see so you have to trust and always there's um there's a correlation between being in over your head um to when kind of god shows up and your faith uh is strengthened you know of all the places i could go i don't know why but you think about an unclear future i was just thinking about moses backed up against the red sea hey (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I thought I thought I knew what I was doing, right. and uh, I thought I had a plan, and this really makes no sense. But I'm going to trust God. That's right. And, uh, and he showed up. And we don't think about Moses as an old man ta- looking back at that. What looked cataclysmic, uh, which made no sense and really had to have been the highlight of his life. And I think if we could approach this, there will be not all, not all the little interactions we've had, but some of these will look back on and go, man, you know what? God showed up. I didn't see it. I didn't know. I had doubts. Uh, I trusted him and, uh, he was the table and, uh, let me tell you a story, kids, you know, those kind of things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's it. That's a, that's a list of just some things there. Again, I'm sure there's more things out there, but uh, I think this is a relevant conversation. There's a lot of great change that has happened uh, in your congregation, in your team, in yourself, but there also might be some new changes that are not so great, you know? And so it may be you're feeling insecure the imposter syndrome, you're hiding a new or relapsed sin, your heart has grown cold, you're tempted to maybe start neglecting home, or you got some doubts. And so um, we just wanna let you know you're not alone with that. And I think really the, the common thing with all of these is, uh, is don't hide it. Yeah. Just talk. Bring it in the light. Yep. No temptation out. sees you except what's what? Common, Common. to man. And every you know, all leaders out there are struggling with that in one form or fashion. And so find somebody you trust. Give them a call just say, can we talk about a few things? I just want to get it out in the open and call it what it is. And then let's see where God takes that conversation. I think you'll find that to be really, really helpful. That's good. This was a helpful, uh, helpful conversation. Thanks, Adam. All right. Well, if you have any questions or comments on today's episode or topics you'd like for us to consider for future episodes, please feel free to send us an email at CLP at If you liked what you heard today, please rate and review the show. That'll help great people like you find us. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you again next time.